And what's up, Stay Tuners? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. This is your good friend Jimbo here. Yes, no shoulders uh, this week. Fortunately, he had to work tonight, so hopefully uh, next week we'll have him back on. But uh, a lot of a uh, lot to talk about from this past week of uh, the sports news. But before we get into all that, I just want to apologize now because I'm a little sick, so I might sound a little raspy or cough a lot. But head over to Twitter, follow my uh, personal Twitter account, Jimbo ST Sports. Follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. You can follow Shoulders at ST. S. O'Brien. Uh, head over to Facebook and YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. And head over to iTunes after you guys get done listening to any of our shows. And, you know, rate us. Leave us some comments. See whether you, what you liked about the show, what you didn't like about the show, how we can make it a little bit better. And I also want to give a shout out to uh, Belly Up Sports. Um, some good articles over there. One of the topics I'm going to be talking about tonight is. Uh, is the NFL ready for female kickers? And there's one article over there. Head over there, give it a read. And again, same thing with, with like I said about myself, leave comments about, you know, about the article too. So let's just uh, jump right into it. Little hockey news. And I mean, this player wasn't really a big name, but I found it interesting. Uh, Mike McKenna has retired after... Uh, 15, 16 seasons or whatever it would be. Um, he played with 15 different organizations and 22 of them professional teams. It's just amazing how you know he was a, a, a sixth round draft pick by the Predators in, in 2002. Obviously not that high of a draft pick. But to be able to basically be a journeyman in the NHL and land on, you know, 22 different teams, whether it be AHL or NHL. And the article I found about this, uh, he was talking about different stories about, you know, there goes a bike. (laughs) Um, Different stories that has happened to him along the way of, of his his journey as a professional hockey player. And he did say he was contemplating about giving out one more year as long as he could stay close to home. And unfortunately, that, that couldn't happen because his daughter's uh, starting school now. And, you know, as a 36-year-old father... You're never going to, by this point in your, your career, you know you're not going to be a number one guy that's going to start 90% of the of the, the games. So you got to figure out what's more important, my family or, or my career that I've already had a long career as a goaltender. And I mean, honestly, I think he made, probably made the, the right choice. He, he played with Philadelphia and the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, so I got to see him play a little bit. He was okay at best. You know, not to put the guy down, I mean, you know, hats off to you that you want to enjoy your, the rest of your life now with, with your family and everything, but he was no Ron Hextall or um, 
Carey Price or Mark Andre Fleury, like any of any of the elite goaltenders. He definitely was not any of that. He was even willing. He said that joking around that if he could have stayed close to home, he would have signed on as a third goaltender, which very very rare you see that. But just to just to show you the teams that he played on was uh, Las Vegas, Norfolk, Milwaukee. Omaha, Portland, Tampa Bay, Lowell, Albany, New Jersey, Binghamton, Peraria, Springfield, Columbus, Arizona, Syracuse, Texas, Dallas, Belleville, Ottawa, Philadelphia, and Lehigh Valley. Sounds like a Johnny Cash song. I've been everywhere, man. Jesus Christ. But, you know, hats off to him. Again, you got to live the dream. Got to see many places, met a lot of new people. Before I, I go on to the next story, though, like the one story, this one story he uh, he talked about that is his favorite was uh, in an interview this past Stanley Cup Finals uh, during that week. Someone interviewed him and, and asked him what was his favorite story. And he said that we had a right rear tire blow, and I don't know why it happened, but something like something lit up a hydraulic line or something. Next thing you know, the right rear of bus of the bus was on fire, and the flames were licking over the side of it. Our bus driver got off and told us in the middle of the road in Rhode Island or Massachusetts or wh- whoever we were, everybody off were on fire, and. To make matters worse, they were forced to play that night and ended up losing. So not only did they lose their ride home, I guess, in a way you want to call it, but they also lost the game too. (laughs) Sorry, I had to get a drink there. Like I said, I'm still trying to get over cold here, but pushing through for you guys to... Try to entertain you. The other thing that uh, came out this past week too was uh, is the beef between Kobe and Shaq really over? So Kobe, a video came out of Kobe Bryant being interviewed and basically said if Shaq would have had a little bit more work ethic like Kobe Bryant did, he would have won 12 effing titles. So, obviously, once everybody saw that, it blew up a little bit. And then, you know, Kobe, to try to squash it, tweeted out, there's no beef between them two. It's, it's you know, they're too old to be beefing over something like this. And I love Shaq. You know, I, I don't follow basketball as much as I, I probably should. But I'll see clips of him, you know, on Facebook or Twitter with him and, like, say, Charles Barkley going out or whatever. Just his his one-liners and his facial expressions sometimes. So, what exactly Bryant said was, um, he said he'd be the first to tell you that this guy was a force like I've never seen. It was crazy. Guy that size, just not afraid of anybody. And you would have had... Um, if he would have been a little bit more work ethic, you know, 
that's when the, the statement of having 12 rings came into to play there. So Shaq responded back to, to Kobe. You would have had 12 if you passed the ball more, especially in the finals against the Pistons. Hashtag facts. Now that was before Kobe, you know, put the tweet out that there's uh, no beef between them. So what Shaq responded with with the no beef was, it's all good, bro. When I saw the interview, I thought you were talking about Dwight. D-W-I-T. Is that how you spell his name? Talking about Dwight Howard. <laughs> but here, here's the, the question that I bring up to you guys. Both guys, obviously Hall of Famers, legendary players. I understand it's two different positions. But who... Who's who would who would be the better player? Who would you rather have on your team? A beast like Shaq, you know, very intimidating, very athletic for his size. Granite can't shoot free throws, but or Kobe Bryant. Now, when Shaq got traded to Miami, Kobe and that Lakers team seemed like they never really got back to that that dominant force. You know, they won back-to-back-to-back championships. Shaq went to Miami, ended up winning a, a title there. Kobe, I believe, only won like two more after Shaq got, um, got traded. I mean, me personally, I still probably would take Kobe, especially in a league nowadays where it's just more offense-based than defense. But Shaq, definitely one of the best centers ever to play the game um, in, in the NBA. So I may put a poll out there, just as, just out of curiosity, see who you guys would rather side with when it comes to the Kobe Shaq beef. The other thing that uh kind of kind of sneaked out a little bit this this week and didn't really hear that many people talk about was Rob Gronkowski kind of hinting at about possibly coming back to play football. At some point, whether it's next week or uh, a month from now or whatever, but he was doing a show or interview or something like that, trying to be an advocate for CBD. Now, for you listeners that listen to me on Fridays now when I when I do my uh, MMA podcast. Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz are big into the, you know, marijuana. They smoke the, the CBD part of it. I forget exactly how it goes because I don't smoke weed, but um, the CBD part doesn't show any enhancement into, you know, making you a better athlete or whatnot, but it helps relieve anxiety or relieve pain and as far as Gronk went 
and just to hear his interview like made me feel sorry for him for a little while for a little bit because uh he basically said you know football was dragging him down all the injuries the the rehab stints he even said about Andrew Luck um who you know abruptly retired last week due to injuries and just mental fatigue that he you know Gronk needed to to step away and he used the Super Bowl victory as an example he said uh he got done with the game and could barely walk. He slept five minutes that night. I couldn't even think. He was in tears in my bed after a Super Bowl victory. Like that statement right there. You just won the Super Bowl. You're you're the best team out of 32 teams. And you can't enjoy it because you have a, a deep thigh bruise. So bad that you only got five minutes of sleep. And since then, you know, he like you said, he's been using the CBD and feels 100% healthy mentally he's not there yet but if that's the case if he's 100% healthy physically and just needs to get right mentally I could see him coming back next year I mean this is another player that retired what 20, 28 29 years old so he still has a couple years left in him and again, like I just said, uh, if he could stay healthy, you know, why not? And with the CBA talks going on right now, the, the CBA agreement expires in 2021, March of 2021. And we're going to talk about that in a little while too. Um, I really think you're going to see the NFL not ban players anymore for weed now will they ban them for you know a type of weed that's laced with something or do they just go this route that Gronk is trying to advocate for players and if they test positive for CBD they're fine and I'll tell you what you know I'm on the player side here. I mean, if it doesn't show any improvement in their play or give them a, a benefit of using this to, to play better or whatnot, and it helps them with their anxiety to come down from that adrenaline rush after a game, helps them heal quicker, then why wouldn't you as the NFL? I mean, as the NFL... You want to put out the best possible product that you can. And the only way you do that is if you have the best players out there. If you have third and fourth string quarterbacks coming in, like Mike Glennon, it's going to be a shit show. Because Derek Carr can't get healthy quick enough. But would the CBD help him? Maybe. And then he gets back out there and throws five touchdowns in a game compared to five interceptions with Mike Lennon. You know? So I really think this... This won't be the main sticking point of the CBA, which, like I said, I'll keep teasing you a little bit here, but 
you know, I'll get to it. But I really think this might be a um, something that they could agree to, the NFL and the, the union, that could agree to hammer this out real quick because it's being legalized nationwide almost. You know, it's it's time to, to change our ways a little bit here. Stop with the, the old thinking as we talked about a couple episodes ago. You know, time to get with the times. And Gronk would be a good one to, to well, Gronk and Josh Gordon. I mean, Jesus Christ. Josh Gordon got suspended, what, 45 times for smoking weed. So he knows the, the ins and outs of weed. But I definitely think this is going to be a, a step forward to help get this the CBD or the marijuana, however you want to label it, off the ban list for the NFL. And if Gronk did his his um, his homework and, and really looked into this stuff. He'd be the first person I'd call in and, and if I was Roger Goodell and say, okay, explain why I should allow this to be in the league. Off the ban list. Now, something that may be coming to the league sooner than later is women in football. So last week, Carrie Lloyd was at a Philadelphia Eagles practice. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles Ravens had a joint practice. Carrie Lloyd, the women's soccer player, hit a 55-yard field goal. Now I saw the video; it was a little, a little shaky, but hey, I mean, she she nailed it. You know, just practicing, no one coming after her or anything like that. And it sparked a little bit of interest in her, and she talked to her her coach, James Galanis, and even uh, was contacted supposedly by a couple teams, a couple GMs, and she screenshot the GMs and sent it to the coach and said, what should I do? So she she did say she's definitely not going to make the, the attempt at being the first women football player this year. But more likely for 2020. Now she's, I think she has a soccer game next week, so they really can't hurt her coach. She's talking to her husband about the the reality of this. Should she do it and stuff like that? But her and her coach are going to sit down the following week to really figure out if she could do it. Now. The couple of things that are a little different compared to the field goal kick that she made compared to how it goes with the pros now. She had five, a five-step kick. Whereas in the NFL, kickers usually only take two steps and it's gone. Obviously, if you have five steps, you're going to get the, the ball blocked. The main hurdle that her coach sees is can she still get that range with a two-step kick if she could sounds like she's gonna go for it and try and contact some NFL teams 
line up behind our line, have a, a defensive line in front of her, and, and go at it. And I'll tell you what, you know, I'm for it. I'm cool with it. I, I don't know how some of you guys feel. Like I said, if you head over to bellyupsports.com, there's an article there about this situation. And I, I'd be curious to see how you men and women that are listening feel about it. Now, here's my only thing. If she does make it, she's a football player. She's not a woman's football player. She's a football player. If she picks up a fumble, no two-hand touches. I mean, not saying, you know, rail rider and, and blast her to the third row of the of the, the sidelines, but treat her like she's a football player. And, you know, like uh, her, her coach said, that this is a big step for for Carrie Lloyd to you know make for women. The the women's soccer team always saying about they want equal pay compared to the men. I understand that I see a lot of people say that um they don't make as much as men, so that's why there's the discrepancy in in pay. But if she could make it as a woman football player, maybe some of the other soccer players could. I mean, how many rugby players have we seen come over to football? How many soccer players have we seen come over to, to, to football? I I really hope that, you know, when she sits down with her coach and figures out her technique and all that, it works out. I would like to see her in the NFL. Because, I mean... If, if I had my choice between her and Blair Walsh, I'd take my chances on her. She's probably already better than five or six kickers in the NFL now. Blair Walsh, who I, I forget who he signed to, but had a, a practice the other day and he hit 4-12. So he's still mentally broken. Cody Parkey. Um, I don't believe he got picked up, but... He got cut from Philly, signed with Chicago. We remember the double doink last uh, playoff game against the Eagles. And like I said, though, this 55-yard field goal that she hit was just strictly her, the snapper, and the holder. No pressure or anything like that. But, uh, you know, like I said, I say go for it. Maybe this is another one I'll put up a, a poll on to see how you guys feel about it. If uh, if, you, if you guys think it's time to have women in football. On top of that, I mean, they got the, the lingerie football that uh, some of the, the women hit harder than the men. So... Moving on to one of the one last topic, the CBA, like I said, is ending in 2021, and the talks of expanding the season keeps popping up. Now, the players want more money. The only way the owners see and them give the players more money is if they expand the season. 
The owners wanted a new deal in place before the season started, which probably most likely 100% not going to happen. We're a week away from the NFL season, so that's a lot to put through to try to get a, a deal done. Some of the ideas about expanding this season is expanding to 18 games or expanding the regular season to 17 games or just just adding a extra round to the playoffs. I don't like the extra round of the playoffs. Just because I think if they were to add an extra round, you're going to add two more teams, which... Getting the first and second seed by, you know, that bye week was always good. Now, do you say instead of eight teams making it, you have ten teams making it? Now you're just pretty much saying everybody makes it. You know, so I, I don't like the playoff idea. I think a 17-game season, regular season, with one preseason game, and me and Shoulders talked about this, I believe, last week. One preseason game for your bubble roster players. One last chance for them to show that if they deserve to be on the team or not. I, That's where I would like to see it go. I'm always for more football. Not sure, if, you know, what's going to happen. Like I said, part of the, the bargaining agreement that they signed back in 2011 stipulates that the player's share of league revenue can't fall below 47%. If I remember, I think they were asking for like 49. If you make it to 17 games with one preseason, then I could see the owners giving that 48 or 49. It'll never be 50-50. Plus, on top of other issues they got, you know, hammer out. Um, I, I think you're going to see the franchise tag change a little bit. I think the salary cap is going to be a little bit different. So, that's a little update on the CBA. It looks like there's a long way to go. And, I mean, hopefully it gets done. Hopefully there's no work stoppage. So before we go, here's our final installment of our way too early Philadelphia Eagles picks week 16, week 17. So week 16, we're at home with the Dallas Cowboys. And in week 17, we're at New York Giants. Going into this week, I believe me and Shoulders had two losses apiece, even though the games were a little different. Going into the Dallas game, I believe I had us to win the first time. By this point, you know, Zeke is probably back. Prescott is being Prescott. I'm going to actually go with Dallas with this one because we always split. It just seems like we always split with Dallas. Very rare we sweep them or they sweep us. So I'm going to go with Dallas. I I'm going to say, so that would take us to 13, uh, 12 and 3. I, I mean, honestly, I'm going to say that 
we may not have the division locked up yet. You know, 12 and 3, Dallas could be at this point 11 and 2 because let's be honest, the Giants and Redskins aren't going to do anything. So right there is four wins apiece. I'm not sure who they have on their schedule or anything like that, but then week 7 to we have the New York Giants, I believe by this point Eli's either been traded or benched. Daniel Jones is starting. Our defensive line is just too good to get carved up by a, a rookie quarterback. Yes, he's been playing very well in the preseason. By this point, also, I think Miles Sanders has a bigger role. And I could see him splitting the, the carries 50-50 with Jordan Howard. I see us winning this game, winning a division, and maybe getting the number two seed. So my prediction, my way too early record prediction for the Philadelphia Eagles season is 14-2. and two. I, just, I mean, we have a very easy schedule. Can't see why not. Unless... The news that came out this past week about Deshaun Jackson breaking his finger. He, he, he the, the sources I saw said, you know, he's not going to miss any time. But then on the flip side, it's a four to six week injury to heal. Hopefully he doesn't hurt more than it already is. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. Well, for tonight, I'll be back tomorrow talking about the MMA big uh, pay-per-view coming up this Saturday but before I go like I said head over to Twitter follow us at ST Sports Podcast follow my personal one at ST, uh, Jimbo ST Sports follow shoulders at STS O'Brien head over to Facebook like and share us there subscribe to our YouTube channel and like I said head over to bellyupsports.com they even have a forum over there I'm, I'm usually in there um, post anything you want you know NFL NBA WNBA anything like that head over to iTunes subscribe to us there leave us some comments I'm gonna get going cause I gotta get some cold medicine this is your good friend Jimbo signing out peace <laughs>